0: love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast here on this Wednesday, March the 8th of 2023. I am back from what was a glorious week in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, beautiful sun, nothing not to like. And I also got catcalled every time I walked down the street. Also, nothing not to like. I am taking catcalls from anybody, any age, any type. So please keep that in mind. Uh, But I have a couple of stories I want to hit on with you on the show this week. A couple real uh, juicy stories, I think, that uh, aren't just about media, but about society at large. And that's what we like to do here in the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. We come out every week, presented by Odyssey Sports, and you can Download the show, subscribe to the show on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. We are available on Spotify, Apple, Google. You know the jewel by now. Download, listen, rate, and subscribe. Um, The big uh, debate yesterday, Tuesday, and it's going to carry over into the rest of the week because this kind of stuff uh, we we can't stop talking about, can't stop writing about. Uh, J.J. Redick and Kendrick Perkins on ESPN First Take had a combative debate about the NBA MVP vote Nikola Jokic of the Nuggets may win his third straight MVP, but that's not why their shouting match went viral. It's because it dealt with the topic of race. And let's just uh, rewind a little bit to last week. Kendrick Perkins, of course, a, uh, a bomb thrower now on ESPN, suggested on first take last week that MVP voters give preferential treatment to white players. And for proof, Perkins cited the conversation about Jokic possibly winning his third straight MVP, even though he's not a top 10 scorer. Perkins said Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash are the only other MVPs since 1990 to not finish in the top 10 in scoring either. This is what Perk said last week. Quote, what do those guys have in common? I'll let it sit there and marinate. You think about it, he said. Hmm, interesting. So what could Nikola Jokic, Steve Nash, and Dirk Nowitzki possibly have in common? I mean, yes, they all played in the Western Conference, so there you go. There's one, but I think that, and neither of them, uh, born in the U.S. either. Yeah, all three, uh, born internationally. Yep, Steve Nash, born, born in Canada. But okay, okay, okay. I think we know uh, the real thing that Perkins was getting at, what Perkins was alluding to, the pigmentation uh, of their skin. So what do those guys have in common? I'll let it sit there and marinate. You think about it. Those are big Perk's words last week. On Tuesday, J.J. Reddick uh, made his return to the first take analyst desk for the first time with Perkins since those comments were made. And he took issue with Kendrick Perkins's race baiting. Quote, this is what J.J. Reddick said. What we've just witnessed is the problem with this show. We create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters who vote on NBA are racist, that they favor white people. You just said that. And Perkins, I will say, and you can listen to the exchange, it's everywhere online, uh, does not come off well in this back and forth. Instead, he just starts screaming, I did not, I did not, I did not, I stated facts, I stated facts. And as one would imagine, does not proceed to state any facts. He just keeps shouting at his highest volume that he stated facts. Um, So good to see Perk fully invested now in the Correct form of debate when it comes to talk radio, talk shows on TV. He who is loudest is right. (laughs) So it's something that's been tried many times. And Kendrick Perkins is jumping on that bandwagon now. But okay, so a couple of things here. First of all, a lot of people are commenting on this back and forth who really have no context about Nikola Jokic, the MVP, the NBA MVP race, in JJ Reddick's history as a commentator as well. Redick, for those who don't know, is fancies himself as kind of this analytics type of guy who comes on these gab fest, scream fest ESPN talk shows like First Take and debunks these quote unquote false narratives that he sees around there. He's gotten in, he's gotten into it with Stephen A. Smith. Many times in the past, on first take, he's gotten into it with Perkins previously as well. And Redick, over the last few years, has been an ardent Jokic supporter. Nikola Jokic is one of those polarizing players who really separates the analytics people from the non-analytics people. Now, I will say, of course, a lot of these analytics people are white, and they come from the Ivy League. And I think it is entirely possible that they have implicit racial biases that make their way into their analysis. I totally believe that. And I think that Perkins is correct to bring that up. But I also think that in this case, Perkins brought it up incredibly sloppily. Again, you don't really have any substance behind your pretty strong claim, I would say, that MBA MVP voters are racially biased. Um, so from that standpoint, It is nice that J.J. Reddick felt comfortable enough to debunk that narrative because, look, I mean, not to play this game, but J.J. Reddick obviously very white, and for a white pundit to go on ESPN and tell a black man like Kendrick Perkins that, no, your theory of racial Bias here is totally bunk, that takes some guts. It does. I'm not saying that we need to give J.J. Reddick the... uh, (laughs) you know, a, a, a badge of honor, the Purple Heart Award. But I am saying that, you know, J.J. Reddick clearly felt strong enough in his views to go on ESPN and say this. I'm not sure if everybody in his position would. So you do have to give credit to him for that. Um, and of course, Perkins, as I said, did not really offer much in the way of facts. I mean, Magic Johnson won MVP before in his career without finishing in the top 10 in scoring so reddick's presence is definitely refreshing on the espn airwaves i will say that however and this is predictable we've seen a bevy of right-wing websites lap john to Redick over the last day and anoint him as their new savior this is so desperate this is so sad whenever everybody whenever anybody in the quote-unquote mainstream media who doesn't work for you know fox News. Uh, comes out and says something like this. All the outkicks of the world and the blaze and all these Twitter people, they just latch on to this person as, ah, yes, yeah, see, we're not insane after all. Look, J.J. Reddick says that NBA voters aren't racist. Or look, Bill Maher is against cancel culture. Oh, yeah, see? the And then they hold these guys up as pillars. And it's quite sad. It's quite desperate. It's like, please, please accept me. Um, so, Outkick. Speaking about Outkick, Clay Travis's website. This was their headline about the exchange. They actually wrote a couple stories about this, as one would suspect. But this is one headline. J.J. Redick calls out Kendrick Perkins's irresponsible race-baiting behavior. Yes, irresponsible race-baiting behavior. So irresponsible of Kendrick Perkins to go on ESPN First Take, a show that we all take our our cues from, our political cues, our social cues, and to go on and suggest that NBA MVP voters are racially biased. I mean so irresponsible from Kendrick Perkins. I agree. Outkick should be lecturing us on what responsible and irresponsible MVP debate commentary is. Thank you. Uh the Blaze, Glenn Beck's great website and publication, um wrote up that JJ Redick blasted Kendrick Perkins, blasted in all caps, and first take for insinuating NBA MVP voters have racial bias against black players and black is not capitalized. Thank you very much. Uh, the B is lowercase. <laughs> um, and it's so funny that like, you know, during the heart of the George Floyd protests in the summer of 2020, uh, that did take on more traction. They capitalized the B and black and I'm more than fine doing that. But it is funny that these like right wing troll sites like the blaze refuse to do that. I mean, they, they are so courageous. Um, and Fox news, of course, has a story as well. J.J. Reddick slams Kendrick Perkins' suggestion that NBA MVP voting is racially biased. Now, I hate to break it to OutKick and Fox News and The Blaze and all these people, but J.J. Redick probably not down with your cause. Uh, this is what he said, for example, when I saw this on Twitter. It is funny. So what J.J. Reddick said about Donald Trump in 2017. Quote, the other thing, too, is to speak out against Trump at this point is like eating breakfast. It's what you should do. You should eat breakfast because it's part of a daily balanced diet. So J.J. Redick saying speaking out against Donald Trump is equivalent to eating your Wheaties or Cheerios in the morning. So mm, for some reason, I don't think that those quotes would make outkick. Uh, so, again, two things can be true at once here. From the micro, Kendrick Perkins throughout this strong commentary. NBA MVP voters are racially biased and didn't really offer any facts to support his strong take, his hot take, if you will. So JJ Reddick comes on ESPN and goes against Perkins and deserves credit for doing that. But now you see all of these websites just lauding JJ Reddick as this great hero and this great saint and this great now right wing culture war figure. When he's just talking about NBA MVP voting, I'm telling you, I don't know J.J. Reddick, but I guarantee you he is just sporty, sporty, sporty here, looking at MVP and thinking about Jokic and to compare in the context of analytics, not even race. So get out of here with that. That's lame and obvious. And then, of course, Charles Barkley, who every once in a while says something that these websites go crazy over as well. Oh, look, he's one of us. Mm, okay. This is what Barkley said about Perkins, though. A lot of these guys, when they get on TV, they're like, well, I'm on ESPN. I got to say something provocative. And you know the thing about it is you're always going to get some fools out there. You guys probably get some fools calling and agreeing with them. He said this on a Denver radio show. We can talk about race as much as you want, as long as you're going to be fair and honest. But to slander of this man, Jokic, in this situation is just total BS. Well, Barkley is right. I think a lot of people, and Perkins is one of them, get on ESPN and feel the need to say something provocative. Uh, But I think Charles Barkley also gets on TV and feels the need to say something provocative because that's what his career has largely been based on. Charles Barkley is certainly known for provocative and strong opinions. And Kendrick Perkins, it's been interesting to watch his development over the last five years or so. I mean, it's hard to believe that he was actually an assistant coach not too long ago in the NBA, and there was talk that he was going to be brought in as an assistant coach here in Boston with the Celtics. I mean, can you imagine this man being on an NBA sideline right now? Uh, We've had his back and forth with Draymond Green last postseason. Perkins saying that Green doesn't score enough. Green responding and calling Perkins an ogre. And then they went back and forth in their looks, which was entertaining. Uh, Perkins earned a rebuke last season from his ex-teammate Russell Westbrook. Um, Kevin Durant, of course, has taken an issue with Perkins' commentary Time and time again, uh, Giannis Kumpo's family was apocalyptic over Perkins calling Giannis Chris Middleton's Robin, which is definitely wrong, and a cheap shot. So that is the big picture story here now with Perk. He is fully developed from when he first started on the scene four or five years ago, jumping on, jumping on ESPN, he was lauded in a lot of these online Twitter circles as somebody, a recently retired ex-player who would come on, say what was on his mind. Push back against some stereotypes, all of that. And now he's been totally corrupted and he's now viewed as this ultimate ESPN NBA troll, kind of like a Stephen A. Smith in training. So maybe he is suffering from ESPN disease or he's just realized that, oh yeah, the best way for success here is for me to just be loud, for me to troll and to me have strong opinions. And yeah, sometimes you're gonna hit Sometimes, like in this MVP debate with Jokic, you're going to miss. But if the hits outweigh the misses, you're fine. And ultimately, this miss was a massive hit for ESPN because it created a massive viral piece of content for them and elevated First Take and Reddick and Perkins in the process. That's how this stuff works.